Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That night when Michael and I were on a date in the city square, he suddenly knelt down and handed me a large bouquet. (gasps) Happy 10 days of love. At that exact moment, the church bell rang loudly, announcing that it was zero o'clock. Hearing that, I pushed him away. Let's break up. What? Are you kidding me? This isn't Cinderella. Despite Michael's relentless stopping, I still managed to run away. Whew, it was almost past the 10th day. I couldn't love anyone for more than 10 days. Hi, I'm Joyce, 18 years old. You think I'm a coquette? No, I'm used to being quiet and timid. I even had a one-year relationship with Jason, the most outstanding guy on the basketball team. One day I asked Jason to go to the movies, but he was busy visiting relatives, so I invited Fiona, my bestie, instead. But she was busy too. I had to go to the movies alone. But when I got there, I saw Fiona happily chatting with some guy. She got a boy but didn't tell me? Huh. I curiously sneaked over to them, but as I got closer, I discovered that his voice was very familiar. It was Jason. (gasps) When are you going to break up with her? I don't want to be your second date forever. Come on, Joyce is rich. Her family can help me in the future. Don't you also use her all the time? Those traitors. I angrily rushed over and threw a whole bag of chocolate popcorn on them. You backstabbing tramp. And Jason, you're a two-faced cheater. You sure are a match made in heaven. Fiona horrifyingly looked at her white dress covered in popcorn and shouted, Nobody likes a boring snob like you. We hung out with you only because you're pitiful. Joyce, calm down, all right? You should be grateful that I helped you stop being a loser who couldn't land a boyfriend. I was so upset that I burst into (laughs) tears and left. Fiona tried to chase after me for revenge, but her skirt caught on the edge of the table, causing her whole body to slam on the ground. Serves that tramp right. But still, that didn't make me feel any better. The next morning, I came to physics class in a sore mood. Tom, my classmate, saw it and worriedly asked, Joyce, did you break up with... I saw Fiona. Yes, and I'll destroy every cheater in the universe. Tom was startled to see my hatred, and he quickly changed the topic. That night, I secretly created an online forum called Revenge Club, a place to make your cheater pay. Soon, I was flooded with long lists of names and their stories. All right, time to help them get their revenge on those bastards. About Jason, I would save him for last. Let him and Fiona enjoy the rest of their happy days. The higher you fall, the more painful it is. Soon after, my revenge plan began. My first target was Michael, the school's famous womanizer. He was a master of using honeyed words to lure girls in. After they fell madly in love with him, he would break their hearts to get inspiration for his songs. After researching him for a while, I had learned to be exactly his type. I showed up at the place where he usually practiced guitar and sang along to a song he composed. The guy immediately fell into my trap and enthusiastically invited me to a concert. Soon, Michael asked me to be his girlfriend. And on the 10th day, when he held a grand celebration to celebrate our love in the square, as you've seen, I brutally crushed his heart. 
The next morning, Michael rushed to me. Joyce, I thought we were getting along swimmingly. Sorry, Michael. A famous musician huh? just asked me out. Honestly, compared to him, you're just too crude. I feel like I've landed a giant punch in Michael's heart. The guy kept shouting that he was the best and even broke the guitar in anger. I posted that video <laughs> on the school forum and in the comments section below, the girls he trampled on were absolutely satisfied. After that, I devotedly <laughs> continued my revenge plan. Every 10 days, I kicked a cheater's ass at the request of the girls who were betrayed. Then one day, I suddenly <gasps> received a letter asking for revenge on Tom, my physics classmate. He was said to be ambiguous with many girls at the same time. I was surprised. To me, he was smart and gentle. Was it all just a cover? And so I started flirting with Tom. However, despite being with him most of the time, I couldn't find any problem with him. Worse, the closer I got to Tom, the more interesting he became. The nerdy guy was smarter and kinder than any guy I had ever met. And then on the 10th <laughs> day, instead of breaking up, I accepted to be his girlfriend. I thought he was Mr. Right and maybe it was time to bury my painful past. But no. One day, Tom suddenly met me in the hallway and hmm? asked me to break up. What? Wait, why? Listen to me calmly. Before Tom finished his sentence, Fiona suddenly appeared. Hey, a revenge club founder. <laughs> Didn't expect me to know about it, right? I desperately denied everything, but Fiona just smirked bitterly. You must have made Jason break up with me too. Looks like karma got to you. What? You two broke up? Well, I did establish the revenge club, but I sure as hell hadn't laid a finger on them yet. But no matter how I explained it, Fiona refused to listen. After that, the secret about me being the founder of revenge club became the talk of the whole school. And Tom deliberately avoided me. <gasps> But the trouble didn't stop there. At the end of class, when I was on my way home, I was suddenly blocked by Michael and all the cheaters I had dealt with before. Hey, are you gonna take responsibility for breaking our hearts, sweetie? I guess the table is turned, huh? Revenge time. <laughs> then he violently pushed me against the wall. Right when they got closer, Tom suddenly appeared and pushed them away. He pulled my hand and both of us quickly made our escape. When we reached a nearby park, I looked at Tom who was gasping for breath but still didn't let go of my hand. Why are you helping me? I lied to you too. Joyce, actually, I was the one who lied to you. Because the one who asked you to take revenge on me is me. I was shocked. Turns out he wanted to ask me out on a date after I broke up with Jason, but after I had eloquently stated that I was extremely disgusted with men, he decided to keep quiet. Later, Tom also happened to learn about my revenge club. <gasps> he then decided to hire me to punish himself just so he could be with me more. I'm sorry, Joyce, but I'm really, really into you. Will you give me another chance? Of course! Tom happily leaned in to kiss me. After that day, I closed the revenge club. The girls I helped stood up to protect me so I wasn't afraid of getting hurt by the bad guys. But I've also learned that every revenge has consequences. I decided to let it all go so I could enjoy a new start with Tom. While I was hurriedly looking for my shoes, my mom was constantly shouting downstairs. Hurry up, Emma! Mrs. Smith's party has already started! You're making us late! At that moment, Susan suddenly appeared with my shoes on her feet. She took them without telling me. I tried to yank my shoes back, but she firmly resisted. That brat even loudly cried for help, and in the end, I got scolded heavily by mom for being selfish and not sharing things with my sister. Hi, I'm Emma Wilson, 16 years old. 
I have an older sister who is two years older than me, named Susan. Although we're sisters, we have nothing in common. While Susan is beautiful, feminine, and always strives to be perfect, I'm the rebellious tomboy who likes to be wild. Because of this difference, the two of us were often compared with each other. People loved Susan more and saw me as her shadow. At Mrs. Smith's party, while Susan was having fun with everyone, I felt extremely resentful. I sat in a corner and tried to ignore her. But then, I suddenly received an SOS message from Susan. She asked me to go to the toilet immediately because there was an emergency. As I knocked on the bathroom door, Susan pulled me inside with a panicked look. Emma, help me! I swear I'll be forever grateful to you! What are you talking about? I just clogged Mrs. Smith's toilet! I would die if anyone knew! I almost threw up when I saw my sister's accident scene and was about to leave in disgust, but her miserable face softened me. In that cramped toilet, we tried all sorts of ways to make that thing shall not be named go away, but it didn't work. Susan, go and get another toilet plunger. One is not enough. She nodded vigorously and quickly left. So, while my sister was looking for another plunger, I stayed alone to find a way to deal with that more horrible than a murderous scene. But then, somehow, the water in the toilet suddenly overflowed. I panicked and ran out of the bathroom. Unfortunately, as soon as I opened the door, I bumped into Mrs. Smith, causing both of us to fall to the floor. Everyone in the party turned their eyes to us. Oh my god, it's terrible! Emma, what did you do with my toilet? I looked bewilderedly at Susan for help, but she lowered her face and quickly hit the toilet plunger. My mom apologized profusely to Mrs. Smith and angrily dragged me out of the party. Although Susan later apologized to me, every time I remembered her betrayal at that time, I couldn't find it in my heart to forgive her. Our relationship slowly got worse. And then, everything went south on Valentine's Day last year. When I brought a box of chocolates to my crush, Tony, I saw him confessing to Susan in front of everyone at school. How the hell could the guy I had been chasing for two years, even signing up for a carpentry class just to get close to him, liked my sister? I sighed in frustration and left angrily. When I was about to throw my chocolates in the trash, I was surprised to find that there was also a gift box inside. Looks like I was not the only one who got their heart broken that day. I looked around curiously and saw Nick, a nerdy student sitting on a stone bench while hugging his head. I rarely talked to him, but I knew we were pretty similar. Both Nick and I were considered unattractive to the opposite gender. After thinking for a while, I walked over to Nick and started the conversation. What a bad day, isn't it? Nothing goes right. Please leave. I don't want to see another Wilson today. Why? After a while, Nick finally spoke up. As it turned out, he liked my sister Susan and was planning to confess to her, but unexpectedly, she had accepted Tony's confession. I laughed bitterly when I realized how similar we were and told him my story. Nick gave me a long, tired look. Jeez, ordinary people like us will never get what we want. Hearing his disheartening words made me feel very disgruntled. No, we can't give up now. We haven't tried our best yet. So, I asked Nick to team up with me to destroy that new couple. Thus, both of us would get our crush back. 
At first, he seemed hesitant about that plan, but at my persuasion, he finally agreed. We started seeing each other more often, and together, we scrutinized Tony and Susan's bad qualities. I believe that if they saw the ugly sides of each other, they would soon break up. With two years of experience pursuing Tony, I knew that he was very afraid of ghosts. So Nick and I quickly devised a plan to make him lose face in front of his girlfriend. That night, when Tony and Susan stayed late at school, Nick and I disguised ourselves to scare the hell out of Tony. When he saw us, he screamed like a little girl and hugged my sister tightly. It was hilarious. But what we didn't expect was that the security guard also appeared at that moment. Nick and I. Panicked and hid in the warehouse. When the guard was gone, we slowly came out. But unfortunately, Nick discovered that the door was locked. We tried many ways, but it didn't budge. As a result, we were locked inside all night. In the cold of the evening, Nick suddenly approached me and gave me his shirt. Put it on. It'll keep you warm. How about you? I'm fine. I can't let a girl sit in the cold. I blushed at his words. Nick's action impressed me greatly. In the end, our scare didn't change Tony and Susan's feelings, but it did give me a strange feeling for Nick. Over the next few weeks, Nick and I grew closer. I gradually forgot my original plan and just wanted to be with him. But then, once again, life played tricks on me. A few weeks later, Susan unexpectedly unfollowed Tony on Instagram. It seemed like they had officially broken up. I should be happy with that, but somehow I felt very uncomfortable. That day, Nick and I had a conversation. Hey, Emma, do you think should I take this opportunity to approach Susan? I really wanted to stop Nick, but I didn't have the courage to say it out loud, so I remained silent. A few days later, Nick started talking to Susan, and in just a short time, the two of them became close. Great. Our plan worked fabulously. We had no reason to see each other anymore. About a week later, Nick suddenly informed me that he had asked Susan on a date. That night, when I saw my sister preparing for her night out, my heart sank heavily. Are you going on a date? Yep, I have a movie date with Nick today. Do you know him? Despite being a nerd, he's much more interesting than Tony. Her reply made my heart sink. She seemed to have feelings for Nick too. Moments after Susan left, I felt extremely insecure. I realized I had fallen in love with Nick, and I really enjoyed being with him. So I went to the cinema. I just knew I had to go. And when I got there, I was surprised to find that only Susan was waiting at the entrance. Why are you here? Aren't you with Nick? Emma? Nick told me that you and him teamed up to ruin my relationship with Tony. Is that true? I embarrassedly bowed my head apologetically to Susan because of my jealousy. I had caused her trouble. Not only that, I had realized the real person I had fallen for. When Susan heard that, <laughs> she smiled. Nick told me the same thing. He said he liked you and was probably waiting for you at home. I hurried back home to find Nick waiting for me at the door. We shyly looked at each other and confessed our feelings. Then Nick suddenly planted a kiss on my lips. That was what I had been looking for for a long time. I still remember my birthday that year. After my dad picked me up at school, he accidentally crashed into the school bus. Not only did he refuse to apologize, my dad even got into a fight with the bus driver. In the end, he was punished, and I became the laughing stock of the school. 
They constantly made fun of me and my mean dad. Hi, I'm Jess. Four years ago, my dad's musical instrument company suddenly went bankrupt. Since then, he seemed to have turned into a different person, grumpier, meaner, and dead drunk every day. No matter how my mom tried to stay and encourage him to change, the divorce was still inevitable. Since mom took custody of me, dad and I rarely spoke to each other. He only visited me once a year on my birthday. Gradually, I forgot his presence in my life, and every time someone asked me about him, I tried to avoid talking. I didn't want anyone to know that my dad was a filler and an alcoholic. On my 16th birthday, I was boredly waiting for my dad at the school gate. He arrived more than an hour late, with his body reeking of alcohol, and his clothes could not be more sloppy. I quickly climbed into his old car after a few mumbled greetings. Silence and awkwardness enveloped us the whole way until he spoke. Kid, what do you want for your birthday? Anything is fine. I know you aren't well off, so you shouldn't care about my gift. Unexpectedly, my words hurt his pride. He insisted on knowing what I wanted. I want the Fender EOB Sustainer Stratocaster guitar. Oh. He paused. Apparently, he realized it was something he couldn't afford. I tried to change the subject, but after thinking for a while, he suddenly said, "No problem. I'll get it for you." With that, my dad turned around and took me to a musical instrument store he used to own. He went straight to the Fender EOB Sustainer Stratocaster guitar and took it to the counter. This costs fourteen hundred dollars, sir. Come on, Faye, don't be so ungrateful. Give me a discount. I was the one who recruited you. But the cashier didn't agree, so he started shouting at her. I felt embarrassed when everyone in the store looked at us. Dad, stop! I don't need it anymore. Let's just get out of here. I pulled him, but he harshly shoved my hand away. After more than ten chaotic minutes, the security dragged us out. How shameful! After he calmed down, Dad took me to the restaurant. Since I was still very disheartened, I decided not to talk to him. Dad realized that too, so he tried to make me laugh by making stupid faces with food. However, that rare funny moment didn't last long. He soon discovered that he didn't have enough money to pay for dinner. Jess, when I count to three, run with all your might, okay? One, two, three. Dad whispered, and in the blink of an eye, he was out the door. My mind couldn't catch up what was happening, so as he ran away, I started running in panic as well. But both of us were quickly caught by security, again. In the end, Mum had to pick me up at the police station. She was very angry after learning what my dad did. An argument quickly broke out, and they constantly shouted blames at each other. Your father is hopeless. Mum said wearily, then took me away. Seeing Dad standing there alone, I suddenly felt so sad. Unable to let him go on like this, I decided to help him start over. A few days later, I secretly sneaked out and went to his place. It was an old, messy room. I immediately started cleaning it up. After a few hours, the room looked much better. From now on, I'll come here to help you clean up every weekend. Don't waste your time like that. I can take care of myself. Dad coldly told me, but despite his objections, I stubbornly kept my words. One day, while at home, I suddenly received a call from the hospital. 
They informed me that my dad had to go to the ER because of a stomach ulcer caused by drinking too much alcohol, and my number was the only thing they had from his phone. Immediately, I went there and spent days at the hospital to take care of him. After that, my dad's personality changed somewhat. He was less grumpy than before. One day, the music club at my school posted a recruitment notice. I was beyond excited, partly because I really love music, and partly because of Ethan, the club leader. Oh my God! I don't remember how many times I imagined walking into the aisle and see him waiting for me there. However, that's just a fantasy. A popular guy like Ethan never paid any attention to me, but maybe becoming a music club member could help me to approach my crush. From that day on, I put all my Energy into practicing the guitar. However, because I was self-taught, it was seriously challenging. My dad noticed that and suddenly gave me an offer. If you want, I'll teach you to play. Really? Don't forget, I was once the owner of a musical instrument company. Our practice sessions worked quite well. He taught me some very interesting tips and tricks. Because of that, we also got closer. Not long after the music club audition day took place, standing in front of everyone, I was extremely nervous. However, I remembered my dad's advice and took a deep breath, then tried to show my best. After the music ended, I got lots of applause. Everyone really enjoyed my performance. Ethan even complimented me personally. Thanks to that, we became closer. That day, while I was hanging out with Ethan. Dad caught us. He seemed quite annoyed when he saw us and said, "You should stop seeing him." Why? It's just I don't think he's a good guy. Thinking Dad was exaggerating, I ignored what he said. In the weeks that followed, things went smoothly for me. I was selected to perform in the school's talent contest. My relationship with Ethan was progressing. We would have our first date at the weekend. I was so excited and spent the whole day preparing for it. But then an unexpected thing happened. When I arrived at the meeting place, I encountered a horrifying scene. My dad was grabbing Ethan by the neck and punching him in the face. Immediately, I rushed to stop them. Ethan, are you okay? Your father is a madman. Ethan got scared and ran away. Why are you doing this to me? I was wrong to believe that you could change. Mom is right. You're hopeless. I burst into tears, and my dad didn't say a word. He just quietly left right after. After that day, no matter how hard I tried to contact Ethan, he always avoided me. It made me so depressed and even more angry with my dad. Once I happened to see Ethan standing in the hallway talking to a friend, I decided to approach him to apologize. But as soon as he saw me, Ethan's face turned pale. He covered his face and kept apologizing. I'm sorry, okay? It's all my fault. Can you and your crazy dad stop hitting me? What are you saying? After he calmed down, Ethan began to explain. Turns out he just wanted to play around with me. Besides me, Ethan had a dozen other girls. He even kissed another girl right before he went on a date with me. But unfortunately for him, my dad saw it all, and you all know how it ended for Ethan. 
Only then did I realize how stupid I was. Immediately, I went to my dad's place, but the door was locked. I tried to call, but he didn't pick up. All I could do was to leave an apology letter and hope he would come cheer me on at my first talent show. A few days later, there was still no word from dad. I trembled as I entered the competition. While performing, one of my strings suddenly snapped. I panicked in the middle of the stage and didn't know what to do. When I almost cried, my dad suddenly appeared with his guitar. He skillfully picked up the pace, motioned for me to play with him, and we both ended the performance together. After that incident, my dad and I became closer. He gradually stopped drinking and started a new life. The first day of high school, I walked into the school hallway as everyone looked at me in shock. Oh my gosh, her skin glows in the sun. Hey, can I try touching your skin? It's so beautiful. Hi, I'm Amia, a 16-year-old girl with congenital albinism. It results in me having white hair, white skin, and white eyelashes. That's why I always stand out from the crowd. Can you imagine how much my special skin is worth? Three million dollars! When I was nine, I caught the eye of a photographer. He told my parents and said, Can I invite her to model for my upcoming photo shoot? I'll pay you a suitable amount. <laughs> my parents immediately agreed. But after the shoot, he only gave her $5. Mom and dad pouted. Is that all? How cheap? Her skin is worthless. To my parents, I was like a failed product and as ugly as a corpse. While they always criticized and hated me, Miss Jim, their acquaintance, who was also a dermatologist, said that my skin was beautiful and precious. My parents treated me very coldly. It wasn't until the age of 14 that I was able to celebrate my first birthday after desperately begging them. At my party, while Miss Jim was standing near the kitchen, a cat suddenly jumped over and caused a soup pot to spill. Jim, be careful! I rushed over to push her away. The pot of soup spilled on my leg and burned it painfully. While everyone was trying to call an ambulance in panic, my parents were quite calm. Here's a small wound, come down. But Miss Jim had always been aware of my skin's special value. She hugged me and cried. You got burned for saving me. I'm so sorry, my precious. After that, she turned to my parents and said, I'm going to buy Amia skin insurance for $1 million. If her skin is injured or has problems, the insurance company will pay double that amount and take care of all the treatment costs. My parents were surprised and delighted at that. They cheerfully agreed. I even heard them plan to spend more money to buy insurance for me. Not only that, they became incredibly loving and protective of me after that. I was never allowed to get close to things that could be dangerous. Mom and Dad even quit their jobs and stayed at home to take better care of me. For the first time, I was showered by their attention and love. <laughs> One day, Mom bought me a bottle of shower gel and said, Honey, this is a special body wash for your sensitive skin. I was happy since it was a rare gift for my mom. But after using it, my whole skin got irritated and red. I was hospitalized for a few days and was diagnosed with dermatitis from using products that had too much alkali. After that incident, I got some compensation from the insurance company. Mom was so brokenhearted that she burst into tears. I'm so sorry, honey. I should have been more careful. 
It made me sad too, so I comforted her that I was fine. <laughs> to make up for that mistake, a few weeks later, my parents took me to the beach. As we arrived, Dad said, "Sweetie, let's relax and sunbathe for a while. It can make your skin healthier." <laughs> Mom also handed me a glass of orange juice. After a while, a terrible sleepiness came, and I fell asleep right under the sun. When I woke up, my whole body felt like it was burning. My skin got terribly red, and there were sunburned spots everywhere. I had to go to the dermatologist again. The doctor warned, "Don't you know that the skin of people with albinism is very weak and easily irritated in the sun? She was hurt because of your ignorant actions." My parents wept and blamed themselves again. Seeing them like that, I quickly smiled and reassured them, "It's okay. It's not your fault. At least we'll be compensated thanks to the insurance." Mom and Dad got more and more protective of my skin. One day, my class held a field trip. I had to try very hard to convince them to let me go. They refused it at first, but after I begged again and again, they finally agreed on one condition: they would accompany me for my safety. Jeez! On the day of the trip, the whole class looked at me like I was a weirdo when Mom and Dad fought for the seats next to me on the bus. At lunch, while they were eagerly devouring grilled ribs and got completely immersed in food, someone grabbed me. It was Nick, my upperclassman. Although he was only 18, he was already a famous photographer. I've been impressed with your skin for a long time and really want to take photos of you in the forest. What do you think? Nick was someone that all the girls in school admire and yearn for, and I was no exception. Of course, I immediately agreed. Knowing that my parents would never let me out of sight, we sneakily put sleeping pills in their meals. Soon they got tired and went to the room. Nick and I eagerly went into the forest together. He took a lot of unique photos with a very mysterious style of me. My white skin stood out brilliantly in the dark forest. The shoot was a success. We returned right when my parents woke up, and they were totally clueless about that. <laughs> After some editing, Nick posted those photos online. Under his influence and unique shooting style, my photos spread like wildfire on social media. Unfortunately, my parents saw them and lost their minds. How dare you go to such a dangerous place without letting us know? What if you fell or got bitten by a wild animal? I don't want to be locked all the time. Suddenly, a knock on the door stopped our argument. A rich-looking man appeared at my house and introduced. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm the manager of a modeling agency. I was introduced by Nick, the owner of the series Girl in the Forest. We wanted to make Amy a star in the modeling industry. My parents delightfully screamed, "Wow! How much are you going to pay for a unique model for our upcoming campaign? If she agrees, she will be paid one thousand dollars per hour of work." Hearing that, my parents' eyes shone bright like diamonds, and they immediately demanded that I participate in their special campaign. Not long after, I became a well-known model and made a lot of money. And my parents decided to pay more for my skin insurance, their main source of income. One day, while Nick and I were on our way back to the company after meeting new clients, I saw my parents entering a casino. Curious, I sneakily followed them. I heard my dad's voice: "Let's go big today." But what if we lose all our money? Chill, Amia's skin is an endless gold mine. Furious, I rushed to them. So you've been using the money I earn to waste on gambling? From now on, I will not give you a single coin. They got enraged hearing that and shouted, "You ungrateful brat! We've raised and protected you. 
That money is ours. No, not when you burn in this kind of place. After screaming, I furiously left right away. That night, I received a call from Nick. Can you meet me now? There's something important I want to say. I snuck out to see him while my parents were asleep. He said, Listen, Amia, you should leave your parents as soon as possible. They could put you in danger. If you want, I can arrange a good place for you. I smiled and reassured him. Thank you, but they're my parents after all. They won't hurt me. I bid goodbye to him, then went home. But when I got there, I saw my parents pouring gasoline around my bedroom and whisper to each other. If she's burned, the compensation will be huge this time. That's what she deserves for not giving us the money. Let's do it. God, it was unbelievable that they could do such a cruel thing to their own child. Luckily, I wasn't in my room at the time. I quickly called Nick and told him what I saw. We exposed my parents and reported them to the police for insurance fraud and intentional injuries. It turned out they only took care of me to profit from my skin. The time I got allergies and sunburn were also because of them. All they wanted was the insurance money after all. Finally, my parents were sent to prison for several years for all the crimes they committed. As for me, with the help of Nick and his team, I am now a famous model thanks to my unique looks and skin. In the future, I will definitely advance further in the model world. <laughs> My sister Rebecca came downstairs in a sparkling blue dress, shining like a beautiful sea princess as our mom happily clapped her hands. Me? I walked down in an old dress that even had a hole in its arm. I sighed and looked at my mom. Do I really have to dress like this? I look like a servant. She shyly whispered, Sorry, darling, but the tarot said so. Then pointed to the bicycle. I watched as Rebecca passed by in a luxury car and tried to cycle after her. Unfortunately, the hem of my skirt got caught in the bike and I fell over. I watched sadly as the car took Rebecca far away. Hi, I'm Amanda. I have a mom who was a tarot enthusiast and a sister who's two years older than me. My mom knew about tarot a year ago and she believed in it so much that it had become her problem solver. I still remember the first time she went to see a tarot reader was after the divorce. A friend of hers suggested that, but at first, mom refused to go. It was me who convinced her to do so because I wanted my mom to go out and relax. Jeez, I want to punch myself now. That was undoubtedly a huge mistake. That evening, my mom was very excited. She happily told my sister and me about the magic of tarot. Oh my god, everything it said was correct. The cards even told me that I was about to get lucky. Coincidentally, soon after, my mom received an inheritance from an aunt she had not seen for a long time. She happily told us that tarot had saved her life. One morning, my mom told Rebecca she shouldn't go to the park for her extracurricular activities. The card says you should just stay at home this week. Unbelievably, that extracurricular session actually had to be postponed because of heavy rain. No way, it was just a coincidence. But that event officially converted my mom into a dedicated follower of tarot, who always said, the universe told me so. That week, my mom warned us to stay out of the water, but it was impossible because I had a swimming competition coming soon. Early in the morning, I eagerly woke up to prepare for it. I excitedly pushed open the door and bam! My whole body slammed into it because the door wouldn't open. I 
knocked loudly and called for help. Mom, help me, the door's stuck. But she shouted back, you must stay home today. If you go swimming, your leg will break. Because of that, I almost got disciplined for dropping out of the competition unannounced. The teacher even asked me to call my mom to school. But when I told that to my mom, she just ignored me. Nope, the cards say I should avoid crowded places this week. Oh, Jesus, I'm going crazy. Yeah, maybe tarot cards are correct sometimes, but following them like a machine is definitely wrong. I even asked my mom for the location where she got the tarot reading to see if it was a fake, but unfortunately, it only infuriated her further. One day, she excitedly told Rebecca and me that she had found the perfect way to make us all happier. You, my dears, are two completely opposite universes. According to her, Rebecca needed to live in luxury to attract positive energy to our house, while I needed to live in miserable conditions to avoid the lurking evil forces. What weird logic is this? Do I have to become homeless? No, you must live with us for it to work. So from then on, my mom started acting like my sister was a princess and I was the family servant. In the morning, she would gently wake Rebecca up and invite her to sit at the breakfast table. Rebecca's clothes were already prepared, so she just needed to put them on and went straight to school in mom's car. Meanwhile, I had to make my own breakfast and went to school on my bicycle or on foot. At lunch, while Rebecca had an extensive lunchbox like at a restaurant, I only had bread and a cold sausage. In the afternoon, mom picked up Rebecca and prepared bath water for her and cared for her until she went to bed. However, the next day, mommy's golden princess disappeared right after school. Mom frantically searched for her and discovered that Rebecca was secretly on a date. She immediately rushed over and pulled her back. Dear, he looks so plain. If you date him, you won't be a princess. Mom, don't try to force me to do what you want. I'm no princess, because you're not a queen. It had only been two days, and it seemed like both Rebecca and I had gone crazy about Mom's superstition. One afternoon when we came home, to our surprise, Mom was sitting in the living room crying. I lost everything. I was tricked. Through her sniffles, we learned that the place where she got her tarot reading was actually a professional fraud cult. They used tarot to convince my mom to invest all her money in their scam crypto, and she fell for it. Rebecca and I tried to comfort her and called the police to relay what happened. In the days that followed, we became really poor. A few days later, mom suddenly had a severe stomach ache. We quickly called an ambulance and were told that she needed surgery as soon as possible but she suddenly hugged her stomach and ran away. We hurriedly chased after her in a panic. Mom said that the tarot warned her to avoid blood or else there would be a disaster. Despite our advice, she refused to return to the hospital. Suddenly, she clutched her stomach and rolled onto the floor because of pain. I gave Rebecca a signal. Together, we wrapped Mom tightly in a blanket, then carried her to the car back to the hospital. After a long surgery, fortunately, my mom was okay. The doctor told us, She is very lucky. Just one minute later and it might have been too late. However, because she had waited too long to get surgery, her condition was worse than normal. She had to pay five times the hospital fees than normal as well. Looking at the hospital bill in my hands, my mom sighed. Goddamn tarot. Not long after, the police contacted us to say that they had captured the scammers. They brainwashed their customers and turned them into tarot fanatics. I knew it! 
My mom's cards gave way too many absurd instructions. I went online and warned everyone about their scamming tricks. Surprisingly, in the comments section, a lot of people said they were also scammed. After that, our lives gradually returned to normal. My mom even joined an anti-fraud organization. What an unforgettable experience for us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.